Hello again. Thanks for joining me. My name is Stephen Gretsch. Steve Gretsch. <laughs> Actually, I was called Stephen when I was in trouble with my mom. <laughs> um, but I'm not in trouble today. I'm going to give one of the promises. And that's uh, the purpose of this podcast is to look into Scripture and to bring out the promises of God. And I just love doing this. This one is called <clears throat> Service to the King. Colossians 3, 23 through 24 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Whatever, So that's whatever we do. That's while we're on this journey, this, this path that we're taking. And... Uh, we're, um, I remember my teacher of old, Monty, he used to say that we're basically on a journey home. And while we're on this journey, we can be of usefulness to our king, the service to the king. This inheritance spoken of is a possession. It's present or future. So it's uh, it, the Lord once again covers it all, all of time, everything. I mean, every sentence is just so packed, isn't it? I just love that. And it's also to participate. And on 1 Peter says that we participate in the divine nature. And as we serve, the word serve uh, in my interlinear Bible talks about being a devoted slave. And I know oftentimes Paul, um, some of the translations talk about Paul being a servant, but in reality, he considered himself a slave, a devoted slave. So we, uh, we have the servants. There was a time when there's times where we are not allowed to serve the king and not allowed to come before him. There's scripture. I love the story of Esther, and, and she was not supposed to go before the king, but she did anyways. But this is a different thing. This is the, this is the Lord God of all heaven and earth. This is, and so I'm going to talk a bit, Job, about this appearance without knowledge. Who is this? Uh, oh, Job 38, 2 through 4. Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundations? Tell me if you understand. Isn't that amazing? So here he was. The uh, Job was, um, and his friends were saying some things that it was not, not right before the king, and they they were without knowledge. And so his response, and I'm calling this man's response, in Job 42, 2 through 6 says, I know that you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. You asked, who is this that obscures my plans without knowledge? Surely I spoke of, <clears throat> Surely I spoke of things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me to know. You said, listen now, and I will speak. I will question you, and you shall answer me. My ears had heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. So there, there you have it. Here's a man who said the wrong things. He, insert, uh, and I don't. Um, oh, anyways, he said the wrong things. He was things weren't going well. A lot of talk, and there's a, there's a psalm that says, you know, the people will think that you're wise if you basically say nothing. So. Maybe he would have been better off just not saying a word. And so, but his response was good. He said, I have, I despise myself. I have, he basically have said things he shouldn't have said. And so, um, and so this is 
with so with knowledge is to understand. Job was without knowledge. And in Jeremiah 9.24 says, But let the one who boasts, boasts about this, that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For in these I delight, declares the Lord. That's our boasting. We, we you know, a lot of talk and, and, and this and that can, can get us into trouble. And uh, the Lord says that the best thing is that we would know him, understand him, and we can do that through the word. I love this next one. It's in Luke. It's basically, my title of this section is to wait and serve. Luke 12, 35 to 36 says, be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks they can immediately open the door to him waiting uh, being ready for the lord understanding him serving him the waiting for the master um, and uh, loving his word his word is a treasure in Job 23:12 says, I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. I just love that. You know, um, the village schools that we went to, and, uh, the motto that we had there was to be lovers of the word. That's where we gain knowledge of our Lord, knowledge of who he is, what he's done, why we need him, what he expects from us. So we can, we can serve him as we understand him. These are, uh, I love this next thing in uh, next verse in Jeremiah 15, 9. These are worthy words. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. If you repent, I will restore you that you may serve me. If you utter worthy, not worthless words, you will become my spokesman. Let this people turn to you, but you must not turn to them. I'm not sure why that's in there uh, but it's it but it is <laughs> but the point is is that to utter worthy words and the words that we can utter are his his scripture his word his written word and so then we we uh the, what does he say you will be my spokesman ambassadors for christ 2 corinthians 5 18 through 20 all of this is from god who reconciled us to himself through christ gave us the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling the word to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. I love that. We have access to the king. We are in, we're ambassadors. We have access to his throne. In Hebrews 4.16, says, Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. This talking about being chosen is, a, is um, um, I'm not sure where I got that from. Oh, it's the next section. Uh, I'm going to do a little prelude for that. It's talking about being chosen and to declare, why don't I read the verse first? First Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. There we are. We declare this is the work. This is service to the king. We are chosen. This is, and the, the word chosen, it's interesting. It's, 
it's called it's rendering a special service service to the king the king of all kings and to declare is to publish and celebrate christ this king, this is service and it's a wonderful thing it's kingdom work psalms 40 145 10 through 13 says all your works praise you lord your faithful people extol you they tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all people may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures through all generations the lord is trustworthy in all he in all he promises and faithful in all he does isn't that last sentence amazing trustworthy in all his promises service to the king promise of service to the king and that king is christ what a what a wonderful promise we there is service to the king is and um well i guess that's all i have so i i hope you um liked this podcast like the uh episode here of service to the king is the lord's promise and he is faithful in all he does all right we'll talk to you later have a great one take care